when we think about behavior change psychology, we need to get from a plan to an instinct. Plan on the far left side, instinct on the far right side. But there's two steps in between. Plan to routine to rhythm to instinct. But so many of us, me included, have been told time and time again, you just need a routine. You just need a new routine. I need to build a new routine. Routines suck. I hate routines. I hate the timing of routines. I hate trying to get into a new routine. They are hard. And it's because when we think about psychology and how our brain works, there's four steps to learning something. This is the Own It Show, where we tell stories of how everyday people made ownership theirs. Hey guys, welcome back to the Own It Show. I'm your host, Justin Rothling, chauffeur. And if you guys are new here, I invite you to go take a look at many of these past episodes as there's just been amazing content lately and I've been really excited about it. And uh, even in today's show, if you guys get something out of this, if you have, if there's something that speaks to your heart, if there's something that impacts you, if there's something that uh, requires or that causes you to take action, send me a message. Let me know about it. Share this podcast with somebody. Leave a review. It, it's awesome to know that the message being put out there, the effort that's being put out there is impacting people. Because I've said it often, but if this just impacts one person, it's worth it. If it initiates some level of movement in somebody for one time, one step, it's worth it. And so I just really encourage you guys to leave a comment, share it, leave a review so that it can ultimately reach more people and we can slowly change the world one step at a time. So when we talk about ownership and living a life of ownership, it's often one that is not the common thread. It's not what the everyday person would do. The everyday person would actually live in what we call the toxicity of average, the dispension of mediocrity. And when we live there, it's a choice to actually not live in ownership. So it's a choice to do the exact opposite. And ownership gives us an ability to just live life on a whole different level. And I think that's really special. And so today, what I want to talk about is behavior change. And so many people out there are talking about, this is what you need to do to change your behavior. This is the exact five-step framework that's required to build a new routine. This is the habit app that you need to ultimately make this habit that you want to get into your life real long-term change. This is what you, this is the seven step process. Guys, I'm here to tell you there are no five, three, seven, 15, 22, one step processes to making this happen. This is a lifelong journey. So you better get used to it. You better love it. And you better take ownership of it because it is going to be a lifelong version of learning, a lifelong version of changing, and a lifelong version of accountability to ultimately realize that behavior change. And so I, when we were developing the inner energy curriculum, the thought process, the mindset component of Own It, I really leaned heavily on a lot of our behavior change psychologists and our cognitive behavioral therapists that and sports psychologists that I worked with over the course of 12 years between the NCAA and the National Hockey League and understanding what works from a neurological standpoint and what doesn't. Because when we think about behavior change psychology, there's so much information out there that quite frankly, I think steers us in the wrong direction and makes us believe that it's something that it's not. It's 
something as easy as a choice and that we should just be able to engage in a brand new routine or that we should just be able to engage in a brand new plan or that once we have the plan, we should be able to go and execute it. But it's really not that simple. And the reason it's not that simple is because there's a massive gap that's ultimately not being filled. And I want to expose that gap to you today. So if you're watching this online, I want you to watch my hands. I'll try to draw this out for you. But if you're not, I'll try to explain it as in-depth as I possibly can so that it makes sense. When we think about behavior change psychology, we need to get from a plan to an instinct. Plan on the far left side, instinct on the far right side. But there's two steps in between. Plan to routine, to rhythm, to instinct. And how many people out there, you can hit a like button, you can say, hey, this really resonated with me or uh, leave a review on this if this is something that hits you. But so many of us, me included, have been told time and time again, you just need a routine. You just need a new routine. I need to build a new routine. Routines suck. I hate routines. I hate the timing of routines. I hate trying to get into a new routine. They are hard. And it's because when we think about psychology and how our brain works, there's four steps to learning something. It's as simple as when we were a baby, we were trying to learn how to walk. We were trying to learn how to run. We were trying to learn addition. We were trying to learn multiplication. We were trying to learn our manners. There was a point in time where we were unconscious and incompetent. We didn't know what we didn't know. And because we didn't know what we didn't know, there was no way to plan for it. There was no way to say, oh, this is probably what I should be doing. We just didn't know. And so these four stages of incompetence to competence is a key part of neuroscience and behavior change psychology. So just like we go from plan to routine to rhythm to instinct, we need to go from unconscious incompetent, not knowing what we don't know, to conscious incompetent, knowing what we don't know, to conscious competent, meaning I know what I'm trying to do and I'm slowly learning how to do it to unconscious competent, meaning I just do it and I'm good at it. And so what I would need you guys to understand is it's not so simple to go from plan to routine to rhythm to instinct that unconscious incompetent falls before we institute a plan. And what happens is we usually hit a pain point. I had clients the other day that came in to own it for the first time. And their pain point was that their two daughters were riding bikes at the bottom of a hill. It was a pretty steep hill. And they ran into one another pretty hard, actually. And they fell to the ground and they were crying. And both the mom and the dad tried to get from their house down to where the two kids were. And they, they told me it took them close to 90 seconds to get down the hill all of which should have taken them probably 10, but they were overweight. They weren't in very good shape. They did not have uh, confidence in their ability to go down the hill without getting hurt. And then once they got to their children, they weren't able to get them back up because they were so out of breath that they had to call the neighbors to bring a car down to bring them back up the hill. That was the pain point. They didn't know what they didn't know previously. They didn't know that it was that bad. And when all of a sudden that pain point hits, hey, I need to make a change, that's when we institute and get into a plan. They're now aware that something is wrong, but they don't know how to fix it. And that conscious incompetent step happens right away. And that's where we start to institute the plan. Once we have the plan, we move into a routine. And routine, as I mentioned, is hard. Routine is not fun. 
Routine takes discipline. Routine takes intention. Routine takes purpose. Routine takes ownership. Routine takes accountability. Routine is a hard place to get through. You're going to be challenged with things. You're going to question whether I should be doing this. You're going to get upset at certain times. Is it worth it? Is it really working? You're going to create doubt. But when we're connected to that purpose and that bigger mission, it's going to drive us through. And we'll talk about that in a second. And there becomes a certain point. There's a day when you wake up and all of a sudden it's like, man, this actually feels really good. You become aware and conscious to the fact that you are doing something and you're starting to get good at it. It's starting to feel good. And all of a sudden that rhythm becomes an instinct to where it becomes just unconscious and competent. You just wake up and you just do it. Just like you wake up and you brush your teeth. You don't even have to think about it anymore. You wake up whether you're in your home, you wake up whether you're on the road in a hotel, you wake up whether you're on a vacation and you just brush your teeth. It's unconscious and competent. It's just something you do. It's instinctual. And we have the ability to bring that along the way. But the crazy part of what happens is at the planning phase, At the conscious incompetent phase, we get a whole bunch of information, whole bunch of information and transformation actually happens at the point of which it becomes an instinct because now we've done it for enough times that we've ultimately gotten the results out of it. But the hard part is between information and transformation is a maturation process. And that maturation process is getting us to go from routine to rhythm. We have to stay in routine long enough to mature through it, to learn through it, that it takes us from routine to rhythm. And many of us are not willing and haven't built the systems around us, haven't built the accountability, haven't gotten the coach, haven't gotten the GPS system. You might have the map. The plan is the map. But we know that as soon as we take a wrong turn, the map is useless because we're lost. So many of us haven't gotten the accountability that we need. We haven't gotten the coaches that we need. We haven't gotten the GPS system that we need to guide us along our our way as things continue to keep changing. And that maturation process is what allows us to get from the conscious and competent to the conscious and competent side, from plan through routine into rhythm. And the more times that we do this, the faster we realize the maturation process is really all about saying, hey, I need help. Hey, I need accountability. Hey, I need a coach. I remember when I started my first business, I never got coaches. Why do I need a coach? Why do I need to pay somebody to help me learn how to build business? I can read a book. I can look online. Well, I'll tell you what, as I went into my second business, I the first thing I did was hire a good coach because they had the roadmap and the GPS as to where I needed to go. And they could help me get there a lot faster and I could time compress where I needed to go and time compress the maturation process. And the funny thing about the maturation process is that if it's not tied to your values, if it's not tied to something that's really purposeful to you, if it's not tied to something that really matters, something that's truly connected to the spirit of what it is that you're being called to, you just won't make it. You won't make it. And you'll be in this continual rhythm of plan, routine. Let's replan. Let's try to build a new routine plan, routine, and it becomes a drag and it becomes hard and it becomes overwhelming and it becomes something that you're just like, I don't know how to get out of this. This is so frustrating for me. And that's not the life that you were built to live. That's not the life that you were ultimately created for. 
We weren't built to live in routine. We were built to live in instinct. But because we aren't tying things to what we actually want, we don't have the patience to be able to stay in it. We don't have this time. We don't have the patience to be able to stay in the maturation process to get us through the rhythm stage into, pardon me, to get us through the routine stage into rhythm. I was watching Limitless. I, th I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. And Peter Atia was talking to Chris Helmsworth about as he was going through his fast. And there's a certain point at which ketosis kicks in. And if you start to eat things or drink things that break your fast, it takes you out of ketosis very quickly. It's just like this maturation process. If we are not willing to stay in it, if we're not willing to be patient, it takes us out of it so fast. And we just continue to toggle back and forth between this plan, routine, plan, routine, plan, routine. So I'm going to ask you, what is it that you value? What is it that you're striving for? What is it that lies on the other side of your goal that's not available to you right now? What are your non-negotiables when it comes down to whatever it is that you're seeking? And those can't just be random words. They need to be really purposeful. It needs to be something that makes your soul sing, starts you on fire inside, just like I talked about a couple of weeks ago with the word prepare for me. You need to make it matter so that you can ultimately go on this journey with somebody and help you mature because otherwise you're going to be stuck in this routine phase for your entire life. How many of you have been trying to lose the same 20 pounds for five years? It doesn't happen magically on year six. How many of you have been trying to build the business and have had three or four failures up until this point. It doesn't magically happen on number five. Does that mean I'm telling you not to try again? No, I'm telling you to try something different. What you've been trying has been only keeping you between plan, routine, plan, routine, plan, routine, plan, routine. And what's happened is there's a certain pain point that happens, just like my clients that I, that I talked to you about previously, that what they would do is they would have this massive pain point that would ultimately drive them to take action. And as they got further away from that pain point, they'd say, ah, that's good enough. I, I don't feel the pain as much anymore. So I get less and less consistent. I get less, I stay with it less and less. I leave it more and I get out of my routine that I've built and I don't allow it to become a rhythm. And I shift back and slowly start degrading to when I feel that pain point again. It's that shifting constantly between plan and routine, plan, routine. I feel the pain. I need a plan. I move far away. I'm good enough. I'm in a routine. I don't want to stick with it. I go back and I feel the pain point again. I need to plan again. That is a hard way to live. You need an expert. You need a coach. You need a GPS system that can help guide you through this, getting you through the plan routine phase into the rhythm phase where it's something that it now becomes instinctual for you and you can run with it. And that usually takes about six months to a year for anything is what all the science shows. And so when we get on that, when we figure out what that is, to institute a plan, to get to the routine, to create a rhythm and get into the instinct phase, man, does that become fun? That's when you realize the transformation you were looking for. Those clients I was talking about, those clients have both combined, husband and wife, lost over 127 pounds. Their energy has transformed. Their ability to connect together has transformed. Their ability to connect with their kids has transformed. They no longer just took in the information from all the websites, from all the apps, from everything they had tried before, but they were willing to stay in the maturation process. They were willing to lean in and implement the routines that they had had so long as to where it brought them to a rhythm execute the discipline, execute the consistency that yielded the transformation they were ultimately missing, which created the instinct. And that is something that will not go away. That's something that they have now taken ownership of, that they own.
That's a part of them. And it's available to you. It's available to you in any facet of life, any domain, family, faith, fitness, friends, family, business, money, finances. It's available to you in all of these areas, but the behavior change psychology does not, does not change. It does not alter. It does not go anywhere. It lives in this same domain. It lives in this same space. But it requires you to say, hey, you know what? I do need a coach. Hey, you know what? I do need an expert to go on this journey with me. I do need a GPS system along with me to help me get through this routine phase so that this routine is able to be executed into my life so that I can feel the rhythm. I can get into that rhythmic space. I can become consistent in the level in which I know I not only want and desire, but I deserve. Instincts are awesome. I want you to sit there for a second and think about the areas in your life that you currently have instincts. I give the example of brushing your teeth. Maybe it's instinctual. You walk your dog every morning. Maybe it's instinctual. You pick up your phone. First thing in the morning, you start looking at Instagram. Maybe it's instinctual that when you come home, you sit down on the couch and watch Netflix. Maybe it's instinctual that before you go to bed, you turn the TV on. Where can we start to replace some of these things? Where can we start to prepare ourselves differently? Where we can start to implement some new routines that are going to get us to the transformation that we're wanting to go for. The question's all up to you, but it all comes back to the same behavior change psychology that requires intentionality to how we show up, to realize the potential that's sitting there for you. We know success is different. If you want to live different, you want to feel different, you want to look different, it requires choosing different. So own your different. We'll see you next week. 